Hello and welcome to our At Any Rate Emerging Markets Focus podcast, the place for us to discuss recent developments and key issues of focus in the emerging market fixed income asset class. I'm Johnny Golden from the Emerging Market Strategy Team here at JP Morgan, and I'm joined by Talas Padilla from our Emerging Market Strategy Team as well. Talas, thanks for joining. Hi, Johnny. Good to be here. So, emerging market fixed income assets over the last week initially had joined this bullish global narrative about a Fed which was shifting gears by stepping down the pace of its hiking cycle. Although, if you look across the asset class, actually, EM currencies didn't rally through that period. But now, EM assets, along with everything else, are having to reverse uh, in a more bearish direction since uh, the FOMC press conference yesterday, where Chair Powell spent the bulk of the comments actually reinforcing a hawkish stance and downplaying the importance of uh, the pace, which will likely downshift versus where the terminal rate will be, which he actually indicated. The data has led the FOMC to think that that terminal rate was higher than they previously thought. We haven't been adjusting our recommendations uh, recently for any Fed pivot, quote unquote, and so are generally still uh, quite defensive on EM risk, less so on the EM uh, local rate side. And while the market in the short term likely has over-anticipated uh, a dovish shift from the Fed, it does look, as we look into next year, like we are entering a later stage in this Fed hiking cycle. Now, that's a bit of a truism, really, because we've had uh, 375 basis points of hikes already delivered. So obviously, we are later than we were previously. But we are starting to shift some of the focus to 2023 uh, and thereafter, and specifically a question about whether the last hike in a Fed hiking cycle, which might actually now be later, um, is an all clear signal to want to add in EM assets. And given this year, the primary market driver has been inflation and, and the implications for higher rates, it's understandable that the emphasis is going to start changing as inflation is peaking and hiking cycles are also getting closer to the end to thinking about what happens as the key driver next. But in this context of looking through the current stage and talking about the last Fed hike of the cycle, what kind of time horizon are you thinking about when we talk about what happens after the Fed stops hiking? Well, I think that's an important point we should clarify at the beginning. So what question are we trying to answer here? And I think we need to distinguish between two separate questions. The first is whether we can get something which we can call a tactical tradable bounce or reprieve for EM markets once the Fed actually stops hiking. So something shorter term. The second, I think the way we often think about it and get asked the question is, is this going to be a great cyclical entry point for EM investment. So we've had big losses. A lot of asset allocators have, have um, certainly been avoiding EM local markets for a long time. Is this the big cyclical entry point into it? So Talos, let's start with that first question about the shorter term um, tactical reprieve. If we look at these shorter horizons, how do EM assets typically trade once the Fed stops hiking using the last five Fed hiking cycles, for example? So before we start discussing what we can learn by looking back at these previous uh, Fed cycles and the impact that 
the last hike uh, of these cycles had in EM assets is important to notice that this is particularly difficult in this case because the small sample of Fed hiking cycles with good data for EM asset prices. For EM local bonds and EM corporates, we can only compare the last two previous cycles that ended in 2006 and 2018. Looking at sovereign credit and EMFX, we do gain three more episodes, uh, these being the ones that ended in 95, 97, and 2000. But as these generally happen in the 90s, they were, very under, they, were, they were under very different regimes with, for example, many EM countries having packed exchange rates. Well, with this caveat aside, the signal from looking at the returns of these sub-asset classes of EM fixed income uh, suggests that after the last Fed hike of each cycle, uh, if we look at three months, six months, 12 month returns windows, uh, the returns are mostly positive for these assets. Looking a bit more granularly, um, it's hard to differentiate because we have very little cycles. And as we mentioned, as we discussed, uh, just two cycles for EM local bonds and EM corporates, but EM local bonds do seem to have a good performance. So all in all, this simple exercise of looking at previous episodes suggests that a potential Fed reprieve, as you mentioned, Johnny, might be possible. So after looking at these lessons from history, Johnny, are you convinced that a Fed pause is a strong signal to buy EM as a cyclical investment entry point? No, not really. How come? Well, I, I think there's two things to highlight, as well as the big caveat that, that you gave about limited samples, of, and that's always an issue when we're thinking about these cyclical questions. I think the main consideration for me historically, and when I look at this cycle right now, is that after your peak Fed funds rate, it tension turns, and it will probably this time turn quite quickly, to recession risks and the impact of that prolonged period of, of uh, higher rates. I, once Fed funds peaks, we're going to have to think about a recession which can potentially follow after that. Now, there was no US recession following the peak Fed funds rate in, in 95 or 97. They were actually crisis periods in EM. Um, anyway, but there was a US recession uh, after 2000, a big one, the global financial crisis with a lag after the 2006 uh, peak in Fed funds and then a recession eventually followed uh, after 2000. 2018 uh, it was due to COVID, although we had been talking about uh, recession risks uh, even without that. I think when we look at this hiking cycle, so this will be the largest Fed hiking cycle for 40 years, and, it, and already our economists quant models of the probability of a recession in 12 months put that above 50%. Um, and even before that, we're going to be in a period now of really tied to financial conditions and potential for actually some uh, issues in financial markets, uh, which we've seen a lot of the fact pattern of already this year, and that can continue, and that seems to be spreading as well. Um, but bottom line, into a US recession, EM risk premia are likely to rise further, i.e. credit spreads wider, FX likely weaker. And that's why when you look over sort of a cyclical investment type horizon and ask the question, has the end of the Fed hiking cycle been a good cyclical entry point? 
The answer is not really, because what you usually had following after that in the cycle is a large drawdown due to a US recession. And I think that's going to be uh, the big question this time. So as you pointed out, there is the data to show that you often get in some parts of the asset class a bit of a tactical reprieve. Um, but do you really want to have an entry point as a cyclical investment uh, ahead of a US recession? And, and that sort of brings to mind the old metaphor of picking up pennies before a steamroller. But last week, we saw that current losses in EM fixed income in this cycle compare only with other major crisis episodes we had in the past, right? So haven't we had some pretty big drawdowns already? Yeah, and I think this is the second point that I would make about what is different this time. Um, you can, and we talked about it in last week's uh, podcast, that that we have seen um, you know, some already crisis type of drawdowns uh, in EM returns so far. You can make a case that some of the frothier asset bubbles have been correcting, you know, core yields moving higher, high yield EM sovereign credit spreads are at pretty elevated levels historically as well. And we've also seen some of the other um, footprints of that kind of environment, large capital outflows, um, which have been going on uh, as well. And that's typical of other cycles too. But, and for me, this is a very big but, the large return drawdowns we've seen so far this year, certainly for EM hard currency and local currency bonds, are really largely due to the rise in US yields, which is obviously uh, about a rise in inflation. Um, rising risk premia could give you further losses from this point. And risk premia... If you look at EM or credit risk premium, they're not really at crisis levels yet. So if you made the argument, and I think this is reasonable, that this rise in US rates in particular is, is sort of like a one-off normalization after a period of exceptional financial accommodation and low inflation, then the drawdowns that we've seen so far are really just that one-off normalization. And there may well not be enough what will happen next is we will get the more typical um, rising risk premium, which can lead to further negative returns if we're going into a U.S. recession. Uh, and I think that could um, you know, lead to more uh, drawdowns on the returns due to that side. You may get some buffer actually from rates actually starting to reverse in the U.S. when that happens, which is typical into a U.S. recession. Um, but you could see further drawdowns on this end of cycle recession uh, rising risk premium, which isn't just due, due to the rising rates environment, which has been the primary driver this year of negative returns. So when we put everything together, what is sort of the main message that we have? If we see the end of Fed hikes early next year, will it be a good entry point for you? So I'm going to give a nuanced message here. I think it is possible to see a tactical bounce after the last Fed rate hike uh, is delivered. That, as you pointed out, often happens. Um, to be honest, I would see this likely more as an EM rates phenomenon. Uh, we also have peaking EM inflation and EM central banks themselves who are trying to increasingly signal that they are 
close to the end of hiking cycles. Uh, and that's one reason why we're already less bearish on the EM rates environment uh, than we had been certainly for most of this year uh, and we are going forward. But I think the medium to longer term sort of cyclical investment outlook still warrants some caution as we say, wait to see what the real fallout is going to be from this uh, Fed hiking cycle. And crucially, the question is going to start shifting more and more from the rate hiking cycle being the primary issue that we're dealing with into the recession uh, call and whether we are going into a US recession and what that will mean for demand, commodity prices, uh, risk premium, et cetera. And that brings us to the end of this JP Morgan at any rate Emerging Markets Focus podcast. Thanks to you, Tullus, for joining today and thank you all for listening. And we hope to have you back in with us for the next one. This communication is provided for information purposes only. Please refer to JP Morgan Research reports related to its content for more information, including important disclosures. 2022 JP Morgan Chase and Company, all rights reserved. This episode was recorded on the 3rd of November, 2022.